Well, hello. I am Matt Williamson. It is quarter to six here on the East Coast Friday, about an hour until the Pens drop the puck for game two after just smoking the Flyers in game one, getting together with all my buds and going to do that. But before I do, I wanted to chat with you guys about the news of the day. I lied. I said today was going to be Twitter Thursday on a Friday. But I might do Twitter Thursday on a Saturday, depending how my Saturday goes. But I might, uh, it's supposed to be rainy and stuff around here. I might just give you guys an extra. Because on Twitter I mentioned, hey, I'm going to be fielding questions. And you guys sent me a bunch of good ones, which thank you for that. But I'm going to ignore them for the mean, for the moment and maybe give them, wrap them all up tomorrow and have a little, an extra pod with you guys. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed yesterday's. Give me some feedback on that. I thought that was one of the best pods we've done in a long time. And it makes me remember that having guests on is great. And Ian does really good work and really good corner breakdown. I could have honestly talked to him for an hour or two. Uh, I am Matt Williamson. This is at Williamson NFL. I am at Williamson NFL. I am at WilliamsonFootball.com. And that's where I'm going with this is Des Bryant was released today. And... For my website, it's a pay site, and a lot of things I'm just putting out there for free, too, to get people a taste of what I bring to the table as a writer, as a consistent writer, and as an analyst. And today was one of them. You know, just six fits for Des Bryant, and I figured we'd talk about that today. First of all, though, and again, something I've been doing with my website is the state of the Titans, Jaguars, addresses. And it's like 2,000 words on every team. I just turned in the Raiders. So I am all the way through the AFC. And at the pace I'm going, Dallas will be, well, it is going to be my next one to do. I still have the NFC to knock out. It's going east, north, south, west in terms of divisions and then alphabetical and divisions. So Dallas is next. So I, I didn't break down their situation all that much in terms of what this means for them on the, uh, you know, getting getting rid of them. But my immediate thoughts with moving on from Dez, and I feel like I've been ahead of the curve on this, is I said this for a while, their receivers are bad. I mean, and that, I included Dez in that, you know, that this is a bad group that... I talked, you know, I mentioned, you know, that, you know, Dak Prescott is a rookie. Everyone said this, that, boy, he's really benefiting from a great offensive line, Ezekiel Elliott and Des Bryant and Witten to a lesser degree. And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, he, he did. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that Bryant or that uh, Dak didn't have a nice benefit that he fell into. But last year was the opposite, especially when Elliott was out. His receivers did him no favors at all. I mean, including Dez, including Witten. I know that's blasphemous to say anything bad about Jason Witten. Yeah, he's going to the Hall of Fame, but he's pretty cooked. And I thought it was one of the slowest groups of receivers in the league. And Dez is not what he used to be, obviously. I mean, he does not separate. He doesn't run past people like he used to. I still think he's a valuable player. He's a red zone weapon. He can go up and get the football, you know, and it wouldn't shock me if he looks better this year than he has the past two. I mean, he has, he has some freaky qualities. But where this leaves the, the Cowboys, I mean, right now, their wide receiver depth chart, go to ourlads.com, pull up Dallas. These are the guys at the top of the list. Terrence Williams, Alan Hearns, Deontay Thompson, 
And then the two slot guys, Beasley and Switzer. And Beasley played bad last year. And I haven't been a Terrence Williams fan ever. I haven't been a Hearns fan ever. That's a bad group of wideouts. And, okay, yes, Dez to take a, a pay cut. He decided not to. You release him. Saves you cap space. But what are you going to do with it now? I mean, shouldn't this move have happened a month ago? Some things the Cowboys do make me roll my eyes. You know, I mean, Garrett has a lot to do with it. But this move should have happened before free agency opened. Conceivably, you could have went and signed Sammy Watkins. I mean, now you're talking. Or even Paul Richardson. Or, I mean, a receiver that at least can run that is now on another team. I mean, and now the well's basically dry. And, yeah, I mean, I said going into the into the uh, the draft, I mean, it was obviously a huge need to get a young tight end, but more so to get a receiver that can run. And now that just makes it that much harder and puts that much more stress on Dak. You know, you're looking at teams like the Bears and the Rams last year, and I know Dak's ahead of the curve, you know, and certainly ahead of, like, where Trubisky is. But he's still a young quarterback. You gotta, get, you know, you gotta give him everything possible to help him succeed, and they're just not. And I'm not saying this is the wrong move, but it should have happened a month ago. It should have happened six weeks ago. Why does it take now? I mean, you couldn't call him into your office six weeks ago and offer him a pay cut or talk to his agent. I mean, did he become a worse player in the last six weeks? Well, your options are much worse now. So. To me, dumb by the Cowboys. I mean, again, what are you doing? You know, I mean, that, to me, that just makes little sense as to why you would do it now. All right, well, I'm done venting about the Cowboys. But, I mean, that's a, it's a team that's trying to contend this year. And, you know, be smarter about it. Release them six weeks ago. Go use that money on something else, whether it's, even if it's not a receiver. Anyway, so... Like I said, go check out williamsonfootball.com and read this article, but I'm going to basically kind of tell you what I thought anyway. Um, I mentioned what I thought Bryant was, and he was a $16.5 million cap hit this this year. So this isn't crazy talk to move on from him. It's just the timing's bad. Um, but I do, I do have six teams here that I think are, that make sense. And my criteria was... I don't want to be a total rebuild. You know, if you're not close to... I mean, not even, like, contenders only, but if you're trying to change the culture and you're totally rebuilding and going young, I don't think Dez is for you. And his attitude, emotions, uh, demeanor are all not negatives, but they're... He's a, let's just say he's a big personality. <laughs> you know, put it that way. And there was also about five teams when I went to overthecap.com just to see who has cap space and who doesn't that are pressed for cap space. And to me, I just took them out of the equation because he's not going to sign a one-year deal for a million bucks. So there, so I went alphabetically and I came up with six teams that fit that mold that could use them. And there was a bunch of you out there I mentioned on Twitter, you know, why not New England? Why not the Giants? I mean, there's a, and maybe I didn't nail it in these six with his landing spot, but... To me, these were the six-pack of most likely makes sense for both. Arizona. Again, I'm doing this alphabetically. You know, Larry and Dez are kind of in the same mold. I mean, I wrote it similar in body types and style, but dissimilar in demeanor. Boy, they would make a great pair five years ago. <laughs> 
But, you know, this team has a strong defense. Johnson's coming back. This could buy you, you know, uh, you, you might not have to use a high pick on a receiver. Be nice to have a speedster opposite Fitzgerald for this year, but if Bryant falls in your lap and you got space and boy, it'd be nice near the goal line with those two, throwing them fades and letting them be big and play the ball in the air, post guys up, that I could see it. You know, I mean, that it doesn't, it's not a long-term fix. He wouldn't be a long-term fix for anybody. And all of a sudden, you're pretty darn old at the wide receiver position. But, you know, Bradford and Johnson and draft a lineman or so, draft a young receiver in the third rounds to the first, instead of the second maybe, uh, get a tight end and start to infuse youth that way. I could see it in Arizona. Baltimore. Yeah, they signed Crabtree. Yeah, they signed Brown. But doesn't this seem like a Steve Smith type of signing? You know, like a fiery vet that was once great, that's been scorned and has the chip on his shoulder, already has kind of a nastiness to his game. That sounds like a raven to me. I mean, they need another pass catcher. You go in next year with Dez, Crabtree, Brown. It's not a bad threesome. And men maybe use, instead of using this second-round pick on a receiver, you use it on a center. You know, I mean, all these are going to say kind of the same thing, that it's going to help you in the red zone. He's going to alleviate somewhat of a wide receiver need in the draft, but he's not the long-term answer. He's not, doesn't mean you ignore it, that, oh, we got Dez, we're totally set. But he's going to help you this year. And I think Baltimore would make some sense, you know, especially from an attitude standpoint. I wrote up Buffalo as the next one just because I was thinking, boy, their receivers are bad. They need everything. They have space to move. You know, they, they have space. But then when I basically finished it up, I thought, hmm, I don't like this fit. I mean, I'm not speaking for Dez, but, you know, he played at Oklahoma State and has lived in Dallas the last few years, you know, last eight years. I think he wants to move to Buffalo in the cold. I mean, maybe, but I bet he doesn't. And they really are trying to change the culture there. And I know Bills fans hate me for saying that they're rebuilding and they're they're way closer to being a total rebuild than they are a contender. I know they went to the playoffs last year. But do they need his attitude there with the hopefully a young quarterback? And when things go bad and it's freezing in December and, you know, he could be not a cancer, but he could be a locker room distraction to say the least. Jacksonville. Allen Robinson's a better player than and brings more to the table than Dez does now. But I think Dez is probably better than Marquise Lee or Dante Moncrief. And they're the starters right now. Mix in Westbrook and, you know, Cole. Um, he too is a physicality and is a tough-minded guy in a tough-minded organization. I think he would help as a blocker. You know, I mean he's a big body guy contender, you know, he would upgrade their wide receiving core. I mean, he's, like I said, he's better than any wide receiver on their roster right now. And the sentence I wrote was, the idea of getting Blake Bortles any help possible should never be quickly dismissed. He would help Bortles. So that might be my favorite one so far, Baltimore and Jacksonville. Seattle. See, this one's an easy one for me. 
they don't have a ton of cap space. So Baltimore and Seattle are the two teams I mentioned here that have the, the fewest dollars to spend. But we also know that you can move money around and maybe sign them to a two-year deal and backload it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a capologist. But they lost Jimmy Graham. And I know they, quote, play different positions. But Jimmy Graham's really a big receiver. And Dez could make up for some of that loss, particularly in the red zone where Graham really thrived. And Baldwin's a really good player. I like Lockett. But Dez is just much different than those guys. Darbo's waiting in the wings, and I think he could step up. Would Dez be a good influence on him? At least just, you know, how to teach him some things stylistically and use his big body. But but Baldwin and Lockett obviously are much, much different players than Dez. Are they trying to rebuild, though? I mean, are they getting rid of personalities? You know, Sherman, Bennett, guys like that. Or are they, or would they be interested? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But on paper, you know, putting aside where they're at, because I do think they are rebuilding. Um, So I'm kind of talking myself out of Seattle. Washington. They have money. This is a case where if you'd signed Des Bryant, then I don't think wide receivers a need anymore. You know, I think you'd just be done there. You know, Jamison Crowder is the slot guy. That's not changing. Um, Doxson and Richardson are really down the field guys. You know, so who's who's your big body intermediate guy, red zone guy? Jordan Reed is, and Vernon Davis is, but. You know, Dez, I think, would kind of complete things. I mean, they don't have somebody similar to him. I kind of like that one. You know, I kind of like the the Washington fit. But I think my two favorites are Baltimore and especially Jacksonville. Just, you know, throw a guy like that into the mix and go make a run to win it all. All right, that's a wrap. Hopefully I will get back to you guys this weekend with your Twitter questions and resolve those. Go Pens. Check out the rest of the Locked On Network. Follow me at Williamson over at Williamson NFL over and out. See you.